My name is Joe Renee Sealer. It is July 24th, 2012. I had to remember what day it is. <laughs> I am so glad you're here. This is going to be a really fun show. I don't have the, spe- uh, the specific topic other than a very general <laughs> general one. So anything can happen, and I love those. <laughs> I love those experiences. 
of course, anything can always happen in our days, right? If the more that we allow and really trust um, the energies that support us and really love us and adore us in our journeys at this time. So I'm glad you're here, too. And let's co-create something magical, yes? The call-in number today is 818-514-1022. And I may take callers towards the latter part of the show. I just kind of check in on whether that's something I feel um, is appropriate for my team and whether we have time for it, too. Sometimes we simply run out of time. Okay, so the flow of today's show, we'll be talking a little bit about current energy flows as I'm experiencing them and hearing about them from others and insights from um, our teams on that information. We'll also do a meditation to prepare us for this latest wave of energies that have begun coming in since Sunday. Uh, And then the special topic, as I understand it, is kind of an update to help us prepare more fully for uh, the remainder of 2012. We're already in the second half, obviously, and some of us are are really feeling and experiencing ourselves in noticeably different ways. Um, So we'll give some insights and hopefully very practical uh, tips and um, uh, just, I don't want to use the word tools because it feels so intellectual. practical examples of different things that you may be experiencing already or you may be experiencing more fully um, through the, the rest of 2012, okay? Uh, and then if we feel led, obviously questions and callers, and then we'll do the closing and wrap things up, okay? Let's set an intention for today's show, shall we? Okay, let me just connect here and go deeper on that one. <sighs> Our desire intention for today's message is to help you feel more fully and completely and tangibly the God essence that is within you to the best of your ability, to the most authentic vibration of your sovereignty that we are capable of accessing at this time. If that in any way feels out of resonance with you, you may feel a little bit on the sidelines, um, and yet that is the intention that we have for the show. Okay, so if you want to join us, Come on in. (laughs) Go on in inside in your own beautiful space. And uh, we'll uncover more and more magic as we do this, right? Mm. Okay. So current happenings and flows. I had the pleasure and honor of being on Dennis Barnes' show last Thursday. And if you missed it, please feel free to go into the archives. There's a link on my website, beaconforlightworkers.com. Under news and events, I have the the link to the show, and that's the same link that we use to to connect to it live. Um, That was such a really amazing experience for me. Number one, it was with Dennis, and I always have loved Dennis's energy. Um, It was an hour show, and my goodness, it went really really quickly, but I really enjoyed the interaction with Dennis's energy. Um, We didn't get a chance to do kind of a dual uh, interdimensional message where I'm channeling, quote-unquote, and he's channeling as well, but hopefully we'll get the chance uh, to do that again in the future. But the team, the message that my team was able to offer, a very a mini message, which isn't our forte, <laughs> um, was really spoke to me and spoke to a lot of people. So that, um, yeah, that was really special. So if you missed it, you may enjoy that. Okay. Sorry, there's this weird kind of humming sound coming from somewhere. Oh, I think it's my furnace. Okay, good. I was like, what is that? (laughs) It sounds like a hovering spacecraft. (laughs) It's just the furnace. Okay. Um, And then I was scheduled to be a guest on Rhonda, Reverend Rhonda Smith's show on Sunday, which I do, I think it's once a quarter that I'm able to join her on her show. And I missed it. 
Oh, my gosh. I was um, doing things with my husband and my two daughters. Sunday morning, we went to the zoo. Um, it was really hot on Sunday here. It was like, I think it got to 102 degrees. We ran some errands. We visited my in-laws. And I could kind of feel, I had a nudge early on in the day that I just needed to lay low. But I didn't follow that nudge. And I did these other fun things. And I could feel my energy level just start to really, really wane. <laughs> Her show starts at 4 p.m. my time, and by 2, I was we were still in my in-laws, then we were going to head home, and I said, Jeff, I just don't feel well. Um, sometimes for me, going in and out of you know air conditioning and heat and air conditioning and heat actually makes me makes me sick. It's almost like an illness. Um, so I couldn't explain what was going on, but by the time we got home at about 3, I was literally, I mean, doing clearing, a uh, nice euphemism there, um, but I was just so sick. So I sent Rhonda a message on Skype and email and ended up calling her just to make sure that she knew that I wasn't going to make it. Um, I felt bad. You know, I like to meet my obligations, yet that was another, That was a, there was a layer of me that felt sad, bad, you know, like sorry to let somebody down. And there were all these other layers of me um, dimensionally that was just kind of like, this is not in divine time. You're not meant to be on the show today. We've got other things to work on with you. And in the midst of that illness, it was really interesting. And I wanted to offer this for you because it may help you. Um, for whatever reason, I had a tremendous sense of trust that with that illness, it was going to be brief. Um, there was going to be some rewiring for me and obviously some clearing, which is not fun. But anyway, I had a, a headache and my daughters were so sweet. They were bringing me ice packs. My husband was taking care of me, which was really sweet. And I just rested and really just kind of basically took a nap and just kind of got over it. Um, but at one point I said to my team, um, I ask for the most benevolent outcome for whatever this is. Um, I really avoided any of the what's going on, why is this happening, um, how can this be good, why is this happening to me sorts of experiences that a lot of us have gotten into. Um, for some reason, I just didn't go that way. And I just really allowed whatever was meant to happen to happen. I didn't feel like I was being, you know, psychically attacked or anything like that. I didn't feel the need to, anyway, but I just asked for my team for help, uh, that I feel better, that this is of benevolent nature, et cetera. And I just really trusted that there was a, a divine purpose to all of this, even a, a mini illness kind of thing. By probably about 10 o'clock that night, so about seven, uh, about nine, seven or eight hours into it, I started to feel better. I started to feel the energy kind of clearing whatever it was that was rewiring. And by the next morning, I literally felt like a new version of myself. Um, there are upgrades that happen, you guys, in all of these experiences, even the ones that we may not pick. Uh, that we may not understand why they have to happen that way, but they're they're literally with vomiting and diarrhea and those sorts of things. I hate to talk. Well, I don't hate to talk about them, but they're not the most pleasurable things to talk about. Literally, you can look at that as it is a way for your body to physically clear some of the things that are not in resonance with you anymore, and that can take on a physical component as well as an energetic component. Um, so it all, I allowed it to be in divine order. I allowed it to be in divine purpose. Rhonda was awesome. She's obviously, she's been doing this long enough. She's had guests cancel for various reasons before. She was so understanding and so supportive. And I haven't listened to the archive yet, but she did, she was able to relay um, some of the things that we talked about um, in the show prep that she and I talked for about an hour or something prior to having the show somewhere in the week before. Um, it was just all meant to be that way. And yeah, it was really, it was really good. So the new version of me, as of um, Monday morning, I just, I feel, um, 
I feel more expanded. I feel more freedom within my energy field. I feel definitely more clear. There's just a level of clarity and discernment um, that is another level for me. Um, and I feel like we get those in, in literal layers as we're breaking through various veils of our, of our experience and the, the veils that separate different dimensional states of being. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. So the next time you get sick, uh, quote unquote sick or ill, um, please notice where your thoughts are. Notice where your belief structures are leading your thoughts. Is it what's happening to me? Why is this happening? And that's not bad. I remember those experiences too. And it's it's there's not a, a good bad judgment I'm trying to place on those, but. You may want to try, if you haven't already, some of you probably already have, um, this experience of in having the illness, maybe not liking it, but trusting that this too is in divine order and can be utilized by our teams for your highest good. And that sometimes it's actually in the clearing that you get an expansion. And through even like a mini virus kind of situation, there can be rewiring that can happen within us energetically. So it's it's uh, pretty cool. Not something you'll find on WebMD.com, but nonetheless, it is my truth. <laughs> it might be yours, too. It's definitely a, a more expansive and empowering way to experience any sort of sickness or illness. So very cool. Okay, uh, so since Sunday, for me, it was obviously related to the illness and just other things, but... Um, there is a building of energy that um, I, I noticed with some of my Facebook friends that were, were literally feeling it. There's the constant hum of my energy field that's, that's always um, uh, in my clear audience, and yet there's that intermittent kind of toning or ringing that I hear in my ears too. And that started for me more yesterday because <laughs> I was so inward uh, with my illness on Sunday afternoon, but that toning uh, for me is always kind of a sign. <laughs> But something good is up. Something's happening. Um, and then in a private session I had yesterday, this, the client that I was working with is quite expanded in his own connections with his team. And he was sharing with me information that he received about the expansion and what was building up. Um, there's a lot going on right now. We've set in motion a set of frequencies to unfold tangibly in our physical realities. And more and more of us are really feeling that and experiencing that on a day-to-day -day basis. It's so exciting to me. It almost makes me want to cry. I have tears of joy. Um, that this isn't the same old, same old, you guys. And one of the things that I'm not sure if Rhonda expressed, but I'll share it here, that I know I shared it on a Facebook post on my Facebook wall, that sometimes when I hear different teachers and spiritual messengers, et cetera, share things um, like that their truth includes that there's really nothing new and that all ideas, all inventions, all radical, quote unquote, um, thought forms, et cetera, are really just recycled energies that we're using over and over again and are just being rebirthed in different ages of time. I think that's what their interpretation is anyway. Um, but that there's really nothing new. And that is so not my truth. Um, I really believe that there is the historical record um, that is stored within Earth's record um, and also the, the geological kind of record of happenings on Earth and various cycles of time, uh, past, present, and future, wink, wink. Um, and then also there's the human record that's also stored within this physical reality here. Um, so those are available to regenerate and recycle and come up again based on the age that's being experienced, whether you're in an enlightenment age or a dark age, etc. Um, 
but there's something new going on here. And we talk a lot about that in the in the DVD, um, in the documentary, The Platinum Age, Creating the New Earth. Something new is going on here. And that happens by beings like us being really coded with a new set of frequencies and a new set of experiences being offered to humanity and to all life on Earth. It is stored within our genetic codes and it is turned on in divine time as we go about our journeys. That is not something, what we are bringing in those codes, it's not something new that we've done before on the earthly plane. Many times it is something that is not new relative to us as a soul or a connection to all that is in the broader sets of realities that we experience as our infinite self. And yet what is happening here to me is so fresh and so new and so unique that um, please consider that. What is your truth system? Is this the same old, same old, we've done this before, been there, done that? Or is this a game-changing event that you feel personally a part of, that you feel you are personally setting in motion in your own life? Can you see how dramatically we talk a lot about beliefs and truth systems and thought forms, etc. Those are two examples of very powerful belief systems and accompanying set of truths that really set in motion a completely different set of energies from which you work, from which you experience yourself and from which you experience all that is. Okay. So please just recognize that for yourself. Again, there's not a good, bad judgment that we are applying in any way. Um, uh, I feel like my role is really to share the information that I'm receiving, offer it to you as a potential match for your soul purpose in this mission as well. Hmm. Yes, you do have a mission and yes, you do have a purpose. That is why you're here. And I am so happy that you are here because what you bring to this experience, what you bring to this party we call Earth to humanity that we love so dearly is very special and unique and what you hold within you is divine you are worthy you are special and you are valuable and it's not by what you do it is by who you are in your infiniteness and by your choosing to be here at this time to share your gifts to share your energies and to share as much of your sovereign frequencies as you are able at this time in my experience, your beliefs and your truths very much um, predicate what level of your divine essence you are accessing in your experience, okay? <sighs> mm. Mm. Very good. Wonderful. <laughs> that was quite fun. <laughs> okay, very good. So we talked a little bit about the DVD, and as I mentioned last week, there's now an audio version that's available for inner, um, for immediate download, just uh, downloading the, the MP3 files, and then you immediately have access to the audio version, which is very different. Uh, it's the same content, but it's set up in a different order, and it actually has a little bit more content in the audio form. Um, so either one that you fill out to, we'd be really happy to share it with you. It's um, having a tremendous effect on a lot of us, and that is so... Music to my ears. <laughs> All righty. So on to sharing a message from the book, Beacon for Lightworkers, a journey of remembering, a journey for remembering. And of course, the Angel 12's images are on here. And I must say, 
uh, Sea Angel 12 has a website, and I just ordered uh, three different images, two in a canvas and one just to print that I'll frame um, for my home. And I'm so excited to have that uh, displayed and that energy just beaming and radiating <laughs> into my house. Okay, let's see. I've been reading one each week. Let's see whose turn it is this week. Last week we did Balbalaire's. Ah, Karen Martinka. Okay, so this is the image that she chose from Sea Angel 12. So beautiful. Okay, and I'm showing that for the video. Obviously, those of you that are listening on audio can't see it, but maybe you can feel its energy. <laughs> okay, let me just connect for a moment with Karen's energy so that I can share this passage appropriately here. Huh. Oh, thanks, Karen. Automatically, she's like, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Dawn. Light on the horizon, cirrus glows pink. Smell the air crisp with dew. Hear our singing begin. You thought our songs were for the morning. Our melodies are for you. Feel the unfolding of your heart like a pair of beautiful wings. Come soar with us once again. Karen Martinka. And so it is. Next week's is Estelle Loving, a beautiful amethyst creation she paired with that. Thank you so much, Karen. I so feel uh, your beautiful energy there, and I just appreciate your sharing that for the book. Very amazing. Okay. Let me get a drink here, and then we'll get on with the meditation. Okay. Alrighty, friends. So for the meditation, I recommend your feet be flat, flat on the floor, um, palms up on your knees and eyes closed so that you can really um, tune more fully to the inner slash higher sensory awareness that we really all have access to. We simply forgot because we've become almost addicted um, to our five sensory way of experiencing our humanity. So by closing our eyes and really tuning into our inner energy field, we more fully experience ourselves in that way. Okay. Okay, so for the meditation, uh, we are going to be preparing for this latest wave of energies coming in, and we will be assisted by some beautiful sea creatures. <laughs> so that's, that should be fun. Okay. Ah, alrighty. Okay, nice deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Please visualize within the core of your being, within the very epicenter of your energy field, a beautiful source of light. Um, it may be very white and self-illuminated and glowing. Um, for me, I feel color frequencies of platinum and golden energies just radiating from within. 
helping us more fully tap into and experience these divine energies within ourselves. We came with these energies. We never would have had a mission without being plugged in and offered miraculous and magical fields of energy available and really sourcing us with love and light throughout our journeys, whether it be subconscious or superconscious. Please visualize a full rainbow of energies emanating from within the source of light, uh, the rainbow colors that you know of from this earthly reality and beyond, infused with color frequencies that we know from home. Even if you're not consciously aware of what those are, please just notice that there are many, many um, shades and colors and frequencies, hues of colors in this full rainbow, helping you more fully access the infiniteness of you. Take a nice deep breath, please, and really imagine yourself further really inhaling and expanding your energy field with this, these divine frequencies here. Okay, another one. Please visualize or notice beneath the soles of your feet a crystalline platform. It is a hexagon shape. Um, in my experience, you may, at least in this experience, you may visualize another um, geometric shape or just a sphere, or whatever that's underneath the soles of your feet. Soles of your feet there. Um, it is definitely wide enough, at least three um, three feet, so about two and a half meters in diameter, beneath the soles of your feet, connecting you very fully to your mission plans as well as to this physical reality. As you visualize this platform, please now allow another assisting wave of energy. Ooh, as well as uh, some various codes. Hmm. And activations to be welcomed into your energy field from this divine platform beneath you. It is coded specifically by your team and your higher self for your mission, your purpose, and your chosen state of being for this journey at this time. Hmm. Okay. It's okay if you're not consciously aware of what is happening here. Just allow this uh, unfolding to occur. Let's take three nice deep breaths here. and activations, what they mean for us personally at a superconscious level, trusting that they will be stored and activated in divine time based on our unique journey and our unique energy fields. These codes are very much to assist us in more personally experiencing our teams and our higher selves in this journey.
please notice how clear you feel in your energy field at this time. That sense of quiet and peace and a level of bliss we know from home. As our energy fields are being further tuned to these beautifully love and light-based frequencies, we are asked to remember that we are of a benevolent nature and we are naturally protected in this experience and that we have always been safe, quote-unquote, to be and to thrive in this reality for this time phase. The protection that we are offered, that we brought with us, is impenetrable by any lower frequency forces. We are asked to discern more clearly and more fully what within our energy field is supporting and nurturing and honoring of our benevolent nature, of our inherent benevolent nature. And we are asked to look upon all life and all beings, trusting and knowing that they are also at their highest expression of self, love and light. Even if they are experiencing um, aspiration from that knowingness and from that experiencing self in that way. Sometimes it is in our seeing others, trusting that others are at their core love and light, that we assist most dramatically in their experience because energetically we are experiencing them, seeing them, noticing them, and if they are open to it, activating them to more fully feel and know and be the love and the light that they are. <sighs> nice deep breath here, please. <sighs> okay. So the dolphins and the whale beings of this reality and beyond, <laughs> they're caveating, um, would like to join us in this little dance and this little party here that we're creating in our energy fields. Please visualize that within your energy field, there are families and pods, dolphins and whales, helping you synchronize and access to the highest frequencies that are available on the planet at this time and that are being brought onto the planet, into the planet, and into this reality at this time. Being the gateways of energies that we are, many of us play a uh, pivotal role in actually integrating and allowing these frequencies to come through our own personal energy fields based on our unique connection to Source, to God, to all that is. And these beautiful beings of the water are helping us feel joy and well-being in that experience that it does not need to feel like a burden. That we may feel nothing but honor and reverence 
for the unique purpose that we play and that all life plays in allowing this platinum age to unfold so beautifully, so perfectly, so divinely. Because it is time, please repeat that after me. Because it is time. And so it is. Thank you. There's no need to end that experience or that sensation. Um, your truth is that you need to stop the spinning. I honor that truth. Uh, my truth that I've been shown by my team is that it's actually helping us resynchronize to the higher, faster frequencies, and that there's actually a lot of divine purpose in that sense of um, temporary instability as your as your um, uh, resetting your rhythm, really adjusting to a new rhythm in your life within your energy field. Okay, just a minute, please. Thank you so much for that, sharing that experience with us. That was so beautiful. <laughs> I definitely will be coming back to that meditation again and again. Let's pause and get a drink, please. Oh, that was so yummy. <laughs> okay, very good. All right. Okay. Hmm. All righty. Oh, on to the special topic. Okay, apparently we're going to receive an update for the second part of 2012 and what is um, already unfolding for a lot of us. And sometimes it's very helpful for us to feel um, more clarity and really purpose in what is coming in um, so that we can more fully integrate what is already here so that we can more fully appreciate what is what we are uh, creating and what we are in the process of kind of putting on deck and what's coming online for us, okay? Again, my truth is that nothing is happening to us, that we are definitely valuable and critical members of this experience, um, that as members of this ground crew, we really volunteer to participate actively, um, not as bystanders or uh, members of the audience, but as real, like, hands on deck on the field, uh, kicking the ball, taking our turn, <laughs> doing our part, whatever we feel led. Um, so, very good. Okay. Okay, let me just go with and more deeply for this message, since obviously um, with this part of the sharing, I really don't prepare. It's just a matter of being open and sometimes having a broader intention of what's going to be shared. But I kind of love the spontaneity of it because it keeps me out of my intellectual brain, which I do like and um, has served me well. And yet that's not what we're doing here from a heart-centered consciousness space kind of way. <sighs> the unpreparedness for me is where I allow the magic to unfold. Okay. Hmm. 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 
Thank you so much for this opportunity to share with you, to help you see potentially from another perspective what is already so well underway with this Platinum Age experience that you are creating, co-creating with yourself, your team, us, and the collective of the all that is, that is a part of this amazing unfolding um, in the earthly planes at this time. Mm. The role that you play is very special and very unique, and we are so excited to see more and more of you really going within to your own personal energy fields to look for guidance and wisdom and insights and discernment about what different mean to you personally and what is in store for you personally. We are also quite excited by your utilizing your sense of well-being and your sense of joy and your sense of fluidity in your journey and in your energy field and your physical bodies as an indicator of how well, quote-unquote, you are doing. You are doing well. Let us just start off with that right away. Any dis-ease that you are feeling in the body, any tension, please know that you have a tremendous level of support in all facets of your experience. You would have never come without a support crew. <laughs> um, and your team and us are definitely there to assist you um, in this experience. And that always includes your higher self. You would never would have left home without it, <laughs> especially on a journey like this one where there really aren't any rules, and yes, there are broad goals, and yet the carrying out of those goals, the unfoldment of these Platinum Age blueprints is so quantum and so dynamic that you are building it as you go. So it would be inappropriate of us to give you um, a very detailed uh, with 3D specificity insights on exactly what will happen because as master-level souls that you are, some of it you have not decided yet. Last week's message on July 17th was supremely important because it was, it was a reminder to so many of you um, and validation for some of you that the ascension process underway is much more individuated in this experience and not a mass consciousness, exodus, rapture kind of experience that some are still operating from or experiencing various programs that would dictate that kind of outcome to happen on a specific date that everyone or a certain group um, has an experience and others do not. Um, so last week's message was supremely important and allowed us then to share this level of message based on that understanding that may resonate personally with you. The more fully you allow your consciousness to expand the more personal and real and tangible the magic and joy and love and light becomes within your personal reality. Notice even the smallest signs 
of magic in your journey can have huge and profound impacts in your journey, helping you remember your connection to um, the higher frequencies that are so engaged in what you call magic and miracles. Magic and miracles have already become an everyday reality for many of you. And we are so excited for that to become more and more of a reality for all of you. And yes, you are also noticing that it is that, that is not everyone's chosen reality at this time. The more that you can choose and allow for vibrations of honor and reverence and trust that even others that are not choosing to tune in and allow for the personal magic to unfold in their realities are still on a purposeful journey, that there is still much growth and evolution that's being offered. And we wish to offer you a practical example that may be helpful. Let's take the example of a soul that has been a pioneer in other realities, potentially Earth herself or other physical realities, in the shifting of ages. And as the pioneer, there is a wave that gets to kind of go first and really unlocking for themselves and allowing to the fullest of their ability the higher love and light-based frequencies to drive and energize every single part of their personal reality and all that they experience and their personal connection to all that is. And in another aspect of, of that being, of that ultimate infinite soul, there is another part of them that says, well, I'd also like to experience another shift of age, anything's possible, potentially even the same shift of ages, in the same reality where they are not the pioneer, where they are a member of the mass consciousness that is witnessing uh, perhaps just subconsciously, but noticing that things are changing and that they're still gripping very tightly to various programs and truths and sense of self-identity that is very much a part of the dark age that is transitioning out while they are also amidst and cohabitating on the same planet with other beings that are pioneering the new dawning age reality that there is also growth in that, that there is also choice in that and purpose in that from the perspective of the soul. That cosmic perspective is where you will find, from a partner's experience, the most sense, the highest sense of honor and trust that everything is in divine order, that no one is getting left behind, quote-unquote. There are just many, many different ways of experiencing all that is. <laughs> um, let's take another example of an amusement park that launches a new ride. Okay, The new ride has um, not been tested at all yet. There are engineers on site. There are architects on site. There are um, crew members on site that have hard hats on, and they're really assembling um, this. Let's say it's a roller coaster. And there are some members of that crew that will take the first ride on that roller coaster. They may have hand controls <laughs> where they are determining the speed 
and the velocity that they are experiencing, each twist and turn, et cetera. They are taking notes about what is going well, what are their favorite parts of the ride, and what are the parts of the ride that they are maybe not experiencing in a more joy-filled state, and maybe a less joy-filled state is another way to put it. But it is not open to the general public yet because it's being tested, it's being co-created, and yet once it's, co when it's, once it's fully, or at least more fully online, and fully demonstrated by that, I want to say, uh, preliminary ground crew, that it will be available to the general public. But not all will purchase tickets. Not all will come to ride that ride. And yet it is another way of experiencing the physical reality. And in the higher realms, even those beings that don't choose to participate in the roller coaster as the architect, as the engineer, as those with hard hats, as those with um, a first uh, first ride advantage or <laughs> first ride opportunity, which some wouldn't seek anyway because they don't want to be guinea pigs. <laughs> some of you love to be the guinea pigs. <laughs> and let's see, I want to be the first one. I want to be the first one. I want to try this out. I want to give feedback. I'm going to you know, be interviewed for hours after I ride it for the first time to tell you how it was. All those things. All of those roles are valuable. All of those roles serve the all that is. All of those roles have purpose and have levels of light and love to varying degrees based on the experiences sought by each incarnated member of God. Please take a couple deep breaths with that, please. So we see you. We see you taking the first ride on the roller coaster. We see you that have already taken the full ride, the full level of ascension and the physical realities at this time, remembering it as our partner did last week, what it felt like, what it is. Because so many of you have done this before. And we see that some of you are already looking forward to the expansion of the ride and how it can even be made better. And you are supported as well, because that is also um, demonstrative of your mastery level soul and the courageousness and the fearlessness doesn't even begin to cover it, but that sense of adventure and what can we create today if your personality is like that in your human state, we can guarantee you that your personality in the all that is is very similar to that. And it's all divine. The council that we represent has members that are always wanting to go first and always wanting to try it out and always wanting to see how much farther we can take it, especially in a physical reality that tends to look like it has bounds, and yet if enough master level souls experience it, those bounds just become, those boundaries and limitations of what's possible in a physical reality get blown over, like blowing out a candle on a birthday cake. And we also have the members of the council that are more cautious in nature and want to make sure that things are 
thought out or planned with backup plans and um, contingencies in case things don't go as planned. It's all divine. We love every single one of you and we see you so perfectly as your infinite self and in the way you experience your humanity. Please allow for every one of what you consider your personal weaknesses. Is, and we say this with no hesitation, your greatest strengths. There is purpose and value in isolating the unique way that you experience yourself. And at different vibrational states of your being, some of you look at those uniquenesses as bad or as holding you back. And yet, please allow at least a crack in that doorway for someone or something or even you to help you see yourself in a different light that you have no weaknesses in our perspective. You are so perfectly designed for your mission and your chosen reality, your chosen experience in your humanness. It's all just so perfect. You are so perfect. Can you feel that for yourself? Can you repeat after us? I am so perfect. And notice anything that flares up as a result of your saying that to yourself. Take a little note. Take a little notepad if you can pause this, if you're listening to the archives or if you come back and listen to this. And we always recommend listening to our messages again and again and again because the way that you've set up the energies now in the earthly plane, every message can have at least 10 different listens or watches and lead to 10 different aha moments for you personally. Okay? Please take note of anything that flared up as you said I am so perfect. Any cautionary voices that came up of something like, but what about, or be careful there, you don't want to see yourself as better than someone else. The more fully you can realize how perfect you are and also allow yourself to see and to know, or at least to trust, that all other life, all other humans are also perfect in their path, in their journey, that their higher self is perfectly guiding everything, that there is purpose and value to all experiences. You will, we assure you, stay out of a better than arrogant type of vibration. If anything, by more fully trusting that statement of I am so perfect, you will more fully experience the glory and the sovereignty of all that is in your vibration. Just give it a try. See how it feels for you. It will look funny and it will look disturbing to many the more that this becomes your personal truth. 
And that is where the context of energetic boundaries comes in because it is very challenging, sometimes difficult. It's still a huge opportunity for you offering the experience of a feeling and knowing that there is perfection in all that is, including all that you are and all that somebody else is. And there's also another relaying experience from the recipient of those energies. Sometimes it triggers amazing expansion in them. Sometimes it triggers amazing contraction in them. And that is okay. They may not be ready for that. If their mission and their purpose was to not be one of the first ones to ride that roller coaster, they will automatically be repelled <laughs> like, a, like a North Pole and a South Pole on a magnet. Um, the positive and the negative charge on an, in, in an atom, they will automatically be repelled energetically from that experience because it isn't part of their mission. Okay. Can you trust that, that there's divine purpose in that, that there's value in that, that there's value in your role and that there remains value in the other role, even if they're repelled <laughs> by your positivity? <laughs> yes. So trust your instincts. Trust how you feel about yourself in your own energy field with what you are doing, with what you are being, with what you are sharing with what you are receiving back from the universe and from individuals and from pets and plants and stones and rocks and everything. Everything changes as your vibration changes. As we shared last week with our partner's um, ascension experience, you are not leaving the third dimensional state of being. You are expanding beyond it. It is literally like a coil of energy that continuously is reaching outward. The coil is still rooted in self, in the infiniteness of source. It always has been. And yet it is uh, transpiring, transporting uh, through these different dimensional states of being within your physical reality. And that includes third dimensional realities and beyond. And the more that you expand and allow those higher dimensional states of being to come online for you, the more fully you will feel all of those different layers of vibrational states simultaneously in your energy field. Um, that's what our partner was describing earlier when she was talking about current events with her illness with um with needing to cancel Rhonda's show. There was a layer of guilt. There was a layer of, oh, no, I'm letting someone down. And there were many other simultaneous experiences and emotions and waves of energy that she was in noticing, processing, integrating at the same time. It becomes effortless. It is not that that ease and grace that you can allow in your multidimensional states. Um, you... It takes some getting used to for some of you, and yet you've done this before, friends. You've done this before. Honoring your authentic self, whatever that means to you personally so far in this journey, is so dramatically important as this 2012 pivotal, critical, climactic year is coming to its second part. Honoring yourself isn't about shutting things down and leaving the lights on for others. Because as our 
partner has experienced and as we have shared with you, this ascension process does not mean leaving the physical states of reality. You are opening up new layers of dimensional states from within the physical reality. That is one of the many areas that is so new and so unprecedented with this ascension process that you don't have to leave, that you don't have to leave lights on, that you are the light and you're remembering that others are the light as well and that some of you are choosing to remain in the physical form, upgrading it as you go in this reality, in the reality that you know of as Earth and in a human state and what we would call and we have been calling a new human state. Energies will continuously be building based on the roles that many of you are playing, as we described earlier in our metaphor of this roller coaster construction activity, the architects, the engineers, those that are test filing it, which include the architects and the engineers and the ground crews sometimes, all of you are playing a pivotal role in working with the solar logos, working with the consciousness that you know as Luna, your moon, all of the beings in your solar system, um, planetary and otherwise. There are so many layers of consciousness that you partner with in your experience that you are navigating and coordinating and setting coordinates for what will be not only in your own journey, but always what that means is what will be offered to others when they choose, if they choose, to ride the same kind of roller coaster that you are on. And all is well all the time. There is a sense of shaking loose some of the lower frequency dark age programs and any of your personal attachments to them. Um, another layer of clearing and closing out on commitments or relationships or interests, hobbies, etc., that you feel are no longer in alignment with the love and the light that you feel more fully in your energy fields at this time. Please trust yourself with these decisions as they come up. Sometimes it is you that is prompting these uh, revisitations and reconsiderations of, of your the way you share yourself, the way that you experience yourself. Trust that there is a purpose, that you even are even asking yourself questions like, do I want to be a part of this anymore? Or do I fit here anymore? Um, is there something else I would rather be doing right now, etc.? And yet that can also include meeting your physical needs, paying your bills, um, maintaining relationships that may not be ideal from, from your truth system. And yet within your human form, you see the value and the role that others, that other human beings, um, <laughs> which are really galactic beings in disguise, <laughs> um, are, are offering you that sometimes are the human image that you have of, of the perfect mate or the perfect friend. Um, and we've spoken about this probably two or three messages ago. Um, sometimes 
we see you having unrealistic expectations at times of what others are capable of offering you. And yet the more that you allow the other to be as they choose and you to be as you choose, you may actually find wonderful and mutually beneficial, mutually uplifting harmony by you being your authentic self, even in the relationships that you have at this time. So just use your own discernment. Check in with your team. Do whatever you feel led to seek confirmation, etc., so that you can feel on course and on purpose with who and what you are being at this time. Helping you more fully tune in energetically to the channels of love and light that you are so beautifully bringing online. Those are not isolated to experiences like this, yes? They are also offered in nature. They are also offered in entertainment. They are also offered in music and with other human relationships, online and even in person. Um, even in quite things that look very 3D can have a very magical and miraculous component to them because of how you are tuning yourself. <sighs> mm. Okay. We notice and we wish to affirm for you that the more and more of you that are so clearly resonating with each other energetically, where you feel more of your home frequencies when you are experiencing someone else, either on a phone call or on a text message on the phone or an email or reading someone's message or watching someone if they make videos or whatever, whatever form that takes for you, that there is a beautiful sense of surging of energy fields and really solidifying and stabilizing these higher, faster frequencies for you personally and for the collective, the more that you are really nurturing that and allowing that coming together, allowing that natural um, bonding, we would say, to occur, almost like within an atom, that there is um, benefit and purpose to that. So really notice when you feel that instant bond, instant connection with another, and use discernment about boundaries and what that means for you personally. feels complete. Thank you so much for this opportunity to check in with you. We hope that was helpful. We are encouraging our partner to take callers today. There is sufficient time. We bent time in a very beautiful and magical way, and we're guessing you experienced that too. <laughs> so if you have questions about this particular message um, in particular, we would be very um, open to receiving your questions. We ask that any questions be very much on topic and very relevant um, to what we've been sharing and discussing today. Thank you so much for honoring that. And we'll just close by saying thank you again for the beautiful and unique role that you particularly play. We see you. We honor you.
and so it is. Namaste. Okay. Oh, that was really fun. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to get a drink. I encourage you to do the same. And then we will take some calls. Okay. Oh, I was just noticing on my Facebook group that it they're mentioning that there's some static and so forth. That's interesting. I wonder if everyone's feeling that and experiencing that. It won't be on the video because the video will just be my audio, not what's coming through the um, the Skype connection. Um, so that's good. Okay. Okay. Ah, very good. Okay, Teresa saying okay. I hope that means okay. It's better. <laughs> All righty, we are going to take caller area code eight six zero. Hello, this is Kristen calling. Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. This is Kristen calling. Kristen, how are you? I'm good. So I one of the things that came up and I really liked, it was talking about um, that that whole idea of perfection and uh-huh. um, and the buts that come up, um, you know, maybe, but I'm not there yet, but I have this weakness. And is there, is there any more unfoldment or explanation of looking at what we consider the buts or the weakness? of how to really see that in its divinity or part of our purpose as lightworkers. Yes, and I'm going to offer a personal example of this, okay? Um, Will that be helpful, Kristen? Yes. Okay. So earlier on in my experiencing my team, et cetera, and as I could feel that part of my role was to share um, and to offer messages that may be helpful to other people, I kept, you know, when I would experience other teachers, they had such an amazing story. I mean, psychic since birth, um, they've been communicating with angels since they were, you know, for 20 years and all these really cool stories. And I felt such a void in my story, if you will, in my experience. I mean, I was just lamenting the fact that I didn't have, I mean, I was like, oh, it's so cool that they have a near-death experience. That's so neat. And I'm like, they almost died. Why am I celebrating that? And yet I was an envy. that I was actually feeling at that moment. I was really, I want to say dissing in our flank here in the U.S., my own journey and my own experience. I couldn't see the perfection in my own journey. And for whatever, I just kind of allowed that kind of inner wrestle to kind of happen in the background, but I wasn't letting it hold me back from anything that I was being. And at one point in my experiencing my team, um, I I was sharing my story with somebody or they said, well, how did you come about this? And they, and they looked at me and they said, Oh, you're so, you're so normal. I mean, you're so mainstream in so many ways. And my team just started to kind of almost like nudge me. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my God, that's my story. I mean, not that, not like in a marketing kind of way, but that's, that is the perfection, if you will, of my unique journey that yes, I experienced my team in this way and experienced my higher self in this way. And, yet I'm so normal (laughs) that that makes the way that I experience my team, I almost want to say more accessible 
because I don't feel like you do have to have a dark night of the soul. In my experience, I didn't. I don't feel like you have to have a near-death experience to experience God. Um, those are many, there are many ways to experience source, and each of us have, we are source. <laughs> we are a unique aspect of source. So how we get from A to B, there's an infinite number of ways to get there, to, to allow that, if you will, because we're not going anywhere. It's actually allowing within to be unfurled, to be, un, to be unveiled. So for me, I just allowed that kind of inner but, 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 or I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not good enough, I'm, I don't fit that blueprint kind of thing. Well, I wasn't meant to fit that blueprint. And I know that because I don't have that blueprint. I didn't have a near-death experience. I didn't have these other experiences that a lot of other people that have roles like mine have. And yet I now see the purpose and the value of my unique one. So I would say trust that you do have a purpose, even if it doesn't look like somebody else's. And notice that that inner voice, the, the one that says, but, 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 or what about this, or I still don't have that, that's not, from my experience, that is not your higher self speaking. Because now, the more fully that I experience my, the voice of my team and the voice of my higher self, there is so much love and so much encouragement and appreciation and honor. And there, it's just really about working more fully with your inner realm through meditation, quieting the mind, to notice the different frequencies of voices, literally, that we have within our energy fields. And I did write an article about this that it was quite a while ago, but I've, I've been recommending it more and more to um, clients in private sessions. It's called Which Voice Wins? It's on my website. If you go in the search field and type in Which Voice Wins, you'll get it. And it's my basically relay and account of the different ways that I was hearing inner inner kind of vibrations after I did one of my very first shows on this program, because there was the one that says, you're not a broadcaster. What are you doing? This is so silly. Why are we doing this? You know, you can't do a show without a guest. You can't do a sh You're supposed to interview people. That's the way everybody else does it. You know, there were all these different voices. And yet I chose the one that felt the most resonant with my heart. Mm. Thank you. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you. Do you feel like you have a, a vibe of perfectionism in you? Oh, absolutely. And that's what is holding me back from doing things. Like I'll get ideas of, of oh, I could try this or try this as like I feel, a, the, I feel the, and you've talked about this, I feel the, on one consciousness, I feel the bigger vision. I feel it. And yet in the in the physical, in, in, I'm not experiencing it altogether. So I discount what I feel. You know what I'm saying? So I discount that. So I get ideas like, oh, I could try this. And then I think, but I don't have that skill yet, or I, I don't have the ability yet. Okay. So your team would love to offer you uh, another way to look at your perfectionism. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Your perfectionism is very rooted in um, you're very experienced soul, Kristen. I can just see it all over you. And there is a part of you that is very connected to the timeline that we know of as Atlantis. And you saw very, I want to say, firsthand, which can mean that you were in the physical body and you were in a human form in that timeline or that you were um, like some of the others of us that are, were in the higher realms, but very personally watching and experiencing and monitoring and helping in any way that we could, even though we weren't in the body, what was happening there. There was a part of you, per, I would say personally as a soul, if that makes sense, 
been very committed to these very special plans going according to plan. When you hear um, anybody say that for this timeline, no one for this ascension plan, no one gets left behind, does that strike you just in the core of your being? Absolutely. And that's, I mean, you stored it there. You stored it in the core of your being. And I, when I look at your energy, I want to say profile, I can just see very clearly that um, there's a part of you that's like, this mission is too important. We have so many cycles within cycles that are assisting with this ascension plan right now, and we timed it that way, that this was the, the magic of all moments in order to, I want to say, create that new ending to the Atlantean age and other timelines that didn't go the way we would have wanted them to go. And that's what we talk about in the DVD. But there's a part of you as a soul that was like, I'm going to be there, I'm going to be in the body, and boy, oh boy, am I, am I going to do everything everything in my power, if you will, with my unique aspect of source energy to ensure that no one gets left behind this time. Because the ripple effect lasted tens of thousands of years in this reality and beyond. So you personally as a soul are very committed to what's happening here. And I would I would just encourage you to really have a sense of trust that even if your your beautiful other layers of voices, I want to say within you, get a little bit confused about how to implement that um, that beautiful uh, vibe for not not letting things get out of hand this time or doing everything within your power, that that doesn't need to hold you back from being and acting and, you know, taking steps that you feel are personally necessary within your own energy field to access and be all that you are. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, thank Oh, and a beautiful, okay, I don't know my birds very well, but it looks like a falcon just flew overhead. Um, so please look up on Animal Speaks or whatsyoursign.com um, what the falcon represents, because that, my dear one, was for you. Wow. <laughs> Thank you Hi. so much. It was, I just got to say, blue sky, total, I mean, full flight, no flapping of wings, just soaring and gliding with grace and ease in the energy of its beingness. That's you. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. I love you. I love you too. Thank you for everything. Welcome. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. And it looks like we got the sound better. And I apologize. There is a. Um, oh, I need to plug in my power cord here. Um, I'm still switching to the other computer that I'm using to record, and I forgot to turn off my Wi-Fi, but I do have a hard wire connection into the Internet, uh, which, anyway, sorry about that. So thank you so much and the little my, my beautiful Facebook group here for letting me know that there was static so I can make that adjustment, and hopefully it's a little better for all of you. Okay, next caller is area code 260. Yay, that's me, Teresa Renee. Okay. Hello. Sure. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What can we do for you today? What do you want to talk about? I wanted to talk about um, dropping contracts. I've just been doing that left and right since the meditation um, too, and then uh, last week. We're talking about dropping contracts and dropping relationships. 
that has seemed so incredibly easy for me to do. Dropping old frequency programs. Um, when we talk, when you were talking about I am perfect today, I really got that. I mean, yeah. I think because of the dropping contracts, I yeah. am perfect didn't bring up anything because I was right in the nanosecond right then. And how can I be otherwise? Oh, Teresa Renee, I am so celebrating that with you. I am so celebrating. fabulous. Um, I think it was on Dennis's show on Thursday that the team came through with another way of looking at our sense of well-being that I was really um, resonating with. They said something like, and I think we've said it before, but anyway, it was something like the best way to feel your mastery is by how you are feeling about others not so much about how others are feeling about you. Yes. And, and I've, I've been getting that everybody's body, everybody's physical body absolutely loves them. Oh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many pounds they've put on. It doesn't matter what drugs they've taken or, or habits of thought. They just, you know, the body just keeps plugging along and is their constant companion, their eternal lover, just as mine loves me. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, And, oh, this is the perfect time to offer this. There was earlier on in my experiencing, so it was probably like in 2009 is my guess, um, my team, or was it my, no, I think it was, I can't remember where it came from. I don't think it was directly from my team. But anyway, I think it was from I think it was from my sister Chris. She had read something or somebody had shared this idea that energetically you walk visualize that you're walking up to a podium and that in this stadium are all the cells of your body and that you're basically <laughs> the effect things out as you go. I'm I'm back, you know, I'm here and we're going to get things in order now. And I realized that that we need a leader here and I'm going to be that leader. And the cells celebrate and they applaud that there's somebody in charge again and that they're not just, you know, trying to figure things out to the best of their ability without the divine leadership that really our consciousness, our soul consciousness provides. And that from that podium, if you will, we regain that sense of um, self-authority over who and what we are so that our body can work, we can feel more fully our body working with in accordance with our divinity, not fighting it. Oh, yes. I, I notice if I start stumbling or I hit my elbow or, you know, run into a door that has not apparently moved in days, um, that's when I need to sit back and go, okay, why am I beating myself up? Because my body will let me know immediately. Know it. I and so- what, what am I stumbling over? Yeah. <clears throat> and it's a good, it's an excellent reset. And, you know, and I ask it what it wants because it really it gets along, you know, with the heart beating and the breathing. And if I reach for a pen, I, I know the exact amount of pressure to pick it up and bring it back to myself. And I've provided myself with a piece of paper if I'm going to write. It really gets along really, really well on its own. And the more I support it with interesting, loving, delightful thoughts, the better it treats me. Oh, I so agree. I so agree that when we love, it, it's so 
sometimes loving yourself is some people interpret that as, oh, I need to love, you know, my fat, I need to love my cellulite, I need to love my baldness or whatever the condition that you dislike about your physical body is. Loving yourself is about loving your S capital S self. And that everything else falls into place, um, the role of our human body, the way that we chose our human body, that there's no purpose in lamenting that we're not a certain size or a certain shape or a certain skin color or a certain genealogy, because we chose everything about our journey. And there must be purpose and value and, and perfection in that. I had this, well, you know, I heard, you know, I'm 55 years old, so I've heard it all all along the way for the last 50 decades. But in loving yourself, it was like, what are what are they talking about? Yeah. And it wasn't until I realized I'd had this constant, consistent support system in my bodysuit that I got this wonderful vision of walking down a street and going to a tailor and that tailor helped me with the fit and the shape of the fingernails and the design of the toenails and the form of the knee and that I designed it completely and utterly before I came here. Yes. Down to the DNA level and the ability to change that DNA. It was exactly. just, it, you know, I, yes. I spent eons I designing this this perfect companion for myself, and it wasn't until I realized how much my body loves me that I could love myself. Oh, and interesting! It was at such a base level that, oh, that's... that you know that who's who loves you, baby? Who's always with you? Well, I've taken her everywhere. <laughs> I love that. I look at the body as a divine vehicle for the soul, a vessel for our divinity. And we would have never chosen a jalopy. You know, we would have never, which is basically right. in a slang, a, it's like a beat-up car, something that couldn't carry us through the journey. We, mm-hmm. we, we was exactly what we needed <laughs> for the journey. And when we can trust that and really allow that, that purpose to unfold, even if it's not un- unconscious to us or that we don't understand it, um, I just feel like we're working in harmony more with our with what we set in motion for ourselves. It's it's so it's such a different way of experiencing ourselves versus fighting aging or fighting disease or you know fighting anything else, fighting our weight, whatever, whatever, whatever our demon, our inner demons we may perceive them to be. <laughs> I don't even have those kind of conversations anymore. I, um, I did for a long time. <laughs> yeah. But there's, you know, there's like yeah. no more fight. It's like, when did I ever hit anyone? When did I ever put on boxing gloves? When did I ever, you know, go pick on somebody bigger than me in a bar? I mean, I never yeah. fought. <laughs> I mean, what? So exactly. it's like yep. when when I relaxed and said, you know, this is of your design, um, how can how can you make her feel better how would you make um your boyfriend feel better i mean you never say and you don't say anything bad so it's really been this wonderful second honeymoon oh i love that i'm sure that you just feel more alive since you've allowed experiencing yourself to unfold Mm -hmm. and you know and self on every level yes Oh, Teresa Renee, I'm so glad you called in. Thank you so much. I am too. It's fabulous to talk to you. 
You too. Have a beautiful day, and thank you again for sharing yourself here. You're very welcome. Bye. Okay, we have time for one more caller, area code 919. Area code 919, hear me? Can you hear me? Hi. Hello? Hey. Hi, sorry. Um, I um, wanted to ask a question that I had heard um, referenced elsewhere and um, was interested in in your take on it. Um, When they talk about the new earth, do you, and I know you've just uh, referenced it in your channeling, that it would be um, bringing heaven to earth. I've heard other um, spiritual people talk about the creation of a new planet earth. Mm-hmm. And I just wondered if you have any insight about that. <laughs> yes, we have our opinion on that. Um, I honor other people's interpretation and other people's views on what their truth is. And I do believe that we're powerful and dynamic enough where we can create um, multiple timelines and realities to to go forth. That's not a majority votes uh, kind of uh, situation. Um, I'm I'm animating and creating and working with others to create a timeline that's very different. And the plans that, that I'm shown are very different for what's possible right now, that there is no splitting of Earths. And we talk about this in the DVD, um, The Platinum Age, Creating a New Earth. So I go into much more detail there. But I feel like it's possibly that some other teachers are actually accessing the same energy that I am, but their interpretation of it is very different and recognize that our interpretations of divine energy, even as spiritual messengers is highly affected by our truth systems and our programs and other things that we, that we consider possible, right? If any teacher is animating a program of, um, you know, rapture, Armageddon, um, revisiting, you know, recreating another Atlantean kind of outcome, then they're going to have a very different interpretation of those divine energies, those packets of the plans that are really offered to many of us. My interpretation is that we are creating, we are creating a new ending to Atlantis and that there isn't uh, some lose, some win, some go, some stay, some get to ascend, some don't get to ascend, uh, that there's not a new earth, there's an expansion of realities, expansion of dimensional states of being possible on earth that allow us to have an ascension type experience while remaining in the physical realities of earth alongside those that are not making the same choice that they all happen simultaneously. And for, I feel like for some people that's just beyond their, um, their possibility realms. I want to say it's related very much to relations of consciousness, levels of consciousness that to them, that has to mean that you go somewhere else. And that's just not, uh, that's, that's not what I'm shown. That's not my truth. Okay. Yeah, that's. Um, I, I was confused by that as well because I had understood yeah. that we were bringing them to Earth as well. So yeah, exactly. So really, more importantly than what I believe is what do you believe honestly in your heart? And that's what we talk about in a series of kind of questions in the DVD is, you know, what feels right to you? Would we would we ditch those that didn't get it? A lot of us didn't feel good about that in Atlantis. Um, yeah, we did all we could, but the idea of the uh, the background noise here. The idea of different souls um, and their energy really getting trapped in lower dimensional realities uh, for a series of cycles of time um, didn't feel good. <laughs> 
So creating this new ending to me feels so much more in resonance with why a lot of us are here. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, I kind of was open to, you know, whatever the reality is going to be. I don't, I just think it's non-exclusive. I think it's more like a, there are boats leaving every day, and any time you want to take it on one, there's yeah. your name on. Me too. <laughs> that that I love how you put that. I think Jim Self put it that way too, and something I listened to, and I loved how he put that. Yes, I that's that's my truth. That's that's what I'm a part of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much for asking that question, so that we could share it share it here too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. For all the work that you do, it's very oh. helpful, frightening. You're so welcome. Namaste. Namaste. Okay, you guys, that's it. Woohoo! What a fun show. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed this webinar, thank you for sharing it with others that may also benefit from this very unique experience. Thank you for posting the link in other groups, forums, and websites where you feel it could be helpful to others. I really appreciate that. Your sharing info that is powerful to you is a very powerful part of this ascension process. Uh, for those who donate to this work, I very much appreciate your support. There's different costs and expenses, and I don't generate revenue directly from the show. I don't do ads that I get paid for. I don't. I just don't do that. So um, this message is all about you, and if you find it a value and you feel like uh, sharing a value exchange back, I really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> um, my website is www.beaconforlightworkers.com. I have some upcoming events I'll just quickly mention. Uh, Liz Green's show, I'll be on August 29th is where we are tentatively penciling that in. And then August 14th through the 16th, uh, it's still in the planning stages, but there is an amazing event that I'm so excited to be a part of called the Conscious Wisdom Festival. So www.consciouswisdomfestival.com. It's all online, so the cost should be very affordable. And I'm really excited to be a part of that. Molly McCord, uh, I believe, is the main one putting it together. At least she's the one I've been interacting with. And I'm so excited about the group of beings that she's bringing together for that experience. So thank you so much, Molly. Um, And please check it out. I think that's it. Uh, The Facebook is Jill Renee Online, and I'd love to interact with you there as well. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Namaste. Okay, for music to be taken out, let's do... Oh, let's do the Rainbow Connection by the Carpenters. That should be fun. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday
day.